The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. All right, welcome to the 6.30 Ched Afternoon News. Jalen and I off today. We'll return on Tuesday. Uh, not that you care. I'm off Tuesday. We'll return on Wednesday. Uh, it's a full show. Uh, we do have the Edmonton Oilers in action against the Vancouver Canucks tonight. City Ford Faceoff show starts at 6 when we're done here. The puck drops at 8. Coming up after 3, I'll be joined by Rick Lang with AMA Driver Education. So get your questions ready. I'll be taking your calls at 496-0063. I also have two pairs of tickets to give away to see Rod Stewart April 6th at Rogers Place. And I'm going to try and give one of those pairs away in this hour because we rarely do that. And for people who listen between 2 and 3, I want to give you an opportunity to win. And if it's as if all of that was not enough, and by itself it would be, it's Thursday. So that means, of course, we're joined in the studio by Global's Gord Steinke. Hey, Gord. Hey, good afternoon, and thanks for not playing that uh, that opener that Jay Lynn always plays. You know, I would have, I couldn't find it. And the thing is, Jay often monkeys with this board before she leaves. Yep. She denies... Every time that she so does she that. sabotages it so that yeah. she's in control. Exactly. and Or that I miss her, which I do anyways. But So I came in and checked all the buttons, but I'm not 100% confident I could make it play. <laughs> so yeah. perhaps I'll look at that during the first commercial break, and we'll maybe we can come back with it if I'm able to do it. Oh, that'll drive me crazy. That would be perfect. Hey, you mentioned Rod Stewart. That's kind yeah. of funny. It just made me think. I remember my mom told me last September in Regina that she bought Rod Stewart tickets with her and her girlfriend. And they're going to make a road trip from Regina to Saskatoon to see oh, Rod really? Stewart. Yeah, so they probably at that big uh, arena they have there in Saskatoon. Yeah, is the it cr- Saskatoon Place. Or? Uh, yeah, it's something like that. It used to be the yeah. Credit Union Center. That's or right. Something. Yeah. You anyway, see it as you're coming into town. Yeah. So just a warning to all motorists: whenever he hits, uh, <laughs> whenever he hits, uh, there'll be a, there'll be a huge line of uh, of fans. Some of them in their 80s, and of course, uh, might be a few left turn signals left on. I don't know. I wonder. I'm That's sure he's problem. still got the pipes to pull off a concert. It sounds like it. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It sounds like it. Well, I never know when I hear a commercial. I mean, it's going to be a great show. And if you're a Rod Stewart fan, of course, why wouldn't you? He go, puts right? on a great show. I know. That's what I keep hearing. I'd love I, to go see it. I saw um, Frank Sinatra. Down at the Calgary Saddle Dome. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, Back years in the ago. Day. Yeah, and he didn't quite have the pipes or the memory. Um, I think he was using a teleprompter on every point. corner of the yeah. stage. It was a, uh, it was uh, music in the round. So it was, it was set up almost like a hockey game, and he was in the middle with this massive stage, and then every corner had a monitor with massive. Uh, writing on it, like I, right. I don't know what font that was, but I could see it from the cheap seats that I was able to afford. Yeah, um, but that's okay because yeah, that's, I didn't care. It, no, you're looking at an icon. That's Frank uh, exactly. Sinatra. God bless him for being out in the road. Yeah, and actually, Fantastic. the best part of that concert was, um, which oh, by the way, that's the other thing too, because I, I always take interest in how many trucks a concert yeah, takes. Yeah, too. How many semis? How many? Exactly. Yeah. And he had had to be thirty or forty, and you're wondering, well, are those his clothes? Because he basically doesn't have a set. Like he just. <laughs> He just walks around this round stage yeah. in his suit. So, but the best part of that concert the was the whole him. band in the in the truck. That's how well, I guess. Yeah, there was a band too. Um, the best part of that was uh, the Saddle Dome makes the announcement that there's no smoking or um, alcohol allowed 
you know, in the in the in, arena, in the arena the during a concert, yeah. And so he comes out and starts his first song, right? And then he starts, yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on, something's missing here. And he uh, lights, lights a up smoke. a smoke. Yeah, oh, that'll please everybody. Oh yeah, somebody comes flying out with a drink for him, and he like rattles. You can hear the ice cubes rattle in the microphone. And he goes, yeah, what are they gonna do? Kick me out? Yeah, everybody's salivating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be a different scene at Rod Stewart. It'll be pretty good. Yeah, be yeah, probably. I would love that. Of the, I never go to concerts. I would actually be interested in going to that concert. Yeah, I think it would be great. Be fantastic. Yeah, don't get, really don't get fight my, the crowds, We'll call my mom up after and we'll get her to do a review. That's a great idea. A couple of weeks from now. Yeah, okay, on a Thursday when so you're, you're here. Sure. Yeah. I would listen. I'll talk to your mom anytime. Just so you know, it doesn't hey. have to be about Rod Stewart. She knows music. She's big into like everybody from Anne Marie to Hank Snow to Rod Stewart. My mom won't uh, answer the phone between two and six Alberta time for fear that she's going to be on this show. Oh, yeah. I put her on once. Yeah, and that was it? Yeah, and she did great. Mm-hmm. People loved hearing her. Well, why um, doesn't it? But you probably intimidated her? Or? I don't know. Like, we had a normal conversation. She, I don't know that I told her it was on radio, mm. per se. Um, but afterwards, I'd I told her. I'd to heard that. Oh, it was so good. I'd have to find the date and poll, because we have the audio. CRTC requires that we save it. Keep everything, yeah. Yeah, I would love to uh, play it back and listen to it again, but all I told her afterwards was, hey, there was really positive feedback um, to you being on the radio, and she lost it. Like, I was on the radio. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm positive I told her. Well, maybe you should have told her, yeah, for it. I'm sure I did, but she's 93, so she might have forgotten. Of course, I'm 50, so I might have forgotten. Yeah. It's funny. I'm looking in your newsroom. It's like there's there's chocolate <laughs> Easter eggs all oh, over. There's little babies, and I've never seen this place so busy. What, I used to be on? responsible for that. Not for the, the baby. For the, oh, uh, chocolate, for the chocolate. Uh, yeah. Okay. Back when I uh, cared about people here really uh, liking me. Like you loved I, them like brothers yeah, and sisters? Exactly. I would come in on the weekend when nobody was around or late at night, and I would hide chocolate Easter eggs all over the Ched newsroom. That's adorable. Uh, and if I had more uh, than enough, then yeah. I would hide some downstairs as well for the uh, fresh and... Uh, yeah. And kissing people. Why did that all end? I got tired of doing it, and nobody would come with me. Oh, okay. Otherwise, I mean, it was, it was no always appreciated. You, no, I didn't care about that. I actually, I did it anonymously, although word got out that it might have been me, but um, <laughs> I just did it because I thought it was a fun thing to do. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, I, I put Valentine's out on Valentine's Day, too. And, and I'm pretty sure I put candy canes out at Christmas. Are you Christmas. talking about when you were in grade three? No, I'm talking about, like, in the last few years. Wow. Okay. Well, who's then doing I just, it? Now? I don't know. I can kind of see Brian Hall sneaking in here and putting eggs down and... Nope, I nope. can't see that at all. I can see him sneaking in here and taking the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you know Brian better than I, but yeah. that would be my impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, um, before we take our first break, I asked you, I texted you before you got here and said, have you ever gotten a ticket that you didn't think you deserved? Right, I was driving, so I couldn't see the text, but I got it when I got okay. the parking lot. But yeah, because, because yeah, I've, I've, I've got a sort of, uh, this isn't the, the same caliber as my tree story, but I've got a sort of an ongoing situation with a ticket I got down in Airdrie. Um, but then I thought we could talk about it. But what was your take? You, you want to save it for after the break? It's a long story. I've got two. Is it? I've got two. Okay, actually. well, I'll tell you what. I'll update my story then because okay. that won't take as long. We'll take the break. Then when we come back, we'll but, hear the Gord Stanky story. So the deal was uh, I was driving from – I had done a show on St. Patrick's Day, so March 17th. Okay. Um, show was wrapped by 9 p.m. I was on the highway, uh, but it was a dark and foggy night. Uh, that'll be the first line of my book as well. <laughs> and so I exited, as I always do, up uh, that road um, where in Airdrie where there's the Petrica and the Wendy's, the Tim Hortons, right? Yeah. So as I'm coming up the hill, I look to the left to see um, if there's any traffic coming because there's that circle there. Yeah. And there wasn't. So I turned and went to the Petrican, and then this RCMP officer pulled up behind me at the gas pump. So I'm actually, I haven't started pumping yet. And but I've you're got out this, of the car. I am. And this yep. Mountie's behind me with his overhead lights on. And what made it sort of weird was that 
I didn't know if he was pulling me over. I, he's just in his car. He's not getting out. So I walked over, and he was eating a burger. Hmm. Yeah, so he's just eating a burger. So I'm, I'm, it's like a dream. I'm watching this guy eat a burger. Kind of casual, but the lights are on. Yeah, lights are on, and I'm just standing there, and I, I want to sort of you know light a smoke, but I'm at a gas station. Right. So I'm just standing there like, uh, am I supposed to be here for me? me? Yeah, yeah, so finally he gets out of the car, and I said, did you just pull me over? And he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I said, for what? And he goes, for that uh, stop sign. Okay. Yeah, and I'm yep. like, the stop I go, what stop sign? And he goes, yeah, they're uh, hectagon and red. And I go, no, 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 I know what a stop sign looks like. I just didn't see one. And he goes, well, I can see it. It's right there, like that kind of thing. Yeah. So he he tells me to go ahead and gas up because it's going to take a while. And and I get back in my car, and he gets back in his car, or I gas up my car. And then I, I got back in my car, and I waited, and he was still in his car. And I thought... Do I just well, did, go Yeah, do I leave or? or I don't So I went back to his car. Well now he's eating the fries. I've never seen a guy <laughs> I've never seen a guy more carefully eat fries in my life. Like just one at a time. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then he got out and he said, Well you can get back in your car and okay, so I get back in my car and he starts explaining how to fight the ticket, right? Yeah. And then he hands me the ticket, and you can't read it. It's it's like it's a, the third the doctor prescription. Carbon yeah, no, it's not the size uh, the size of the, the writing. It's so faint, like his carbon paper wasn't working or okay, something. Yeah. So I can't even read. You're not this sure thing. what it is exactly. Yeah, it looks like a blank ticket almost. Yeah. So I'm just sort of looking at it, and then There's invisible ink. Yeah, and I turn my dome light on there, you know, and I'm looking and. And I see 388 bucks, and I'm like, whoa, whoa $388. He goes, well, unfortunately, I had to give you the full gear or something. For drifting like through a Yeah, a and I go sign. for just, yeah, exactly. And he's like, well, that's the law. I went, okay. And then he I'm, started eating his onion rings. Well, I wondered if he did. Yeah. Did you get a drink with that? Or So I do this whenever I see a police officer, and my daughter says that, it doesn't always sound right, mm -hmm. so maybe it didn't sound right that night. Um, but I said, okay, so we're all done here? And he went, yeah. And I went, well, listen, thank you for being a cop. I appreciate what you do. Which, you know, maybe I should change that to police officer. Yeah, maybe police officer. Yeah. I don't think cop is very, they don't like that. Is that derogatory? Yeah, I think it is. Okay, well, yeah. I'll, I'll make a note of that. But I say that to him, and he stops and turns and looks at me, and he goes, yeah, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to go be a cop. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Right. So when I got home and I told the story here on the air, uh, several of our listeners said, you should fight that. Like, there's those, yep. you know, agencies that fight it or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know several people who fought tickets. Yeah. So here's the update. So I get hold of one in Edmonton yeah. saying, well, here's the ticket and a copy of so it. So you didn't go to court to fight No, it's it. May actually... 15th is the court date. So okay. I sent it to this guy in Edmonton who does That's this. what they do. Right. Yeah. And he emails me back and says, you got a ticket for going through a stop sign. That's what the email said. So I'm, uh, oh. Okay. So I wrote him back going, yeah, I know what I got the ticket for. I'm wondering what to do next. Yeah. And then no answer. too much. Right. So, because it's the same fine for stunting, $388. There's a different fine for just failing to yield, like yeah. it's 100 bucks or whatever, and no points. So weeks go by, and then this morning, uh, I decide to follow up, and I'm like, listen, I haven't heard from you. I don't know if you're fighting this for me or what you're doing. And he writes back, oh, if you want to fight it, you should get hold of this guy in Calgary. Okay. So I get hold of the guy in Calgary. He's willing to fight it. He says that he can get it. He thinks he can get it reduced. Mm -hmm. The cost, 250 bucks. Well, that's like over 100 bucks off. If he wins. Right. But if he doesn't, that $380 ticket now becomes a $600 oh, ticket. Oh, for God's sake. So really? I don't know what to do. Yeah. But I'm thinking well, on principle I might do it or just for the sake of well, the only being able to end the story. I fought, yeah, no kidding. Well, I fought one ticket, and I, it was involved in a collision at an intersection, and it, it, and I said I entered the intersection in a yellow light, and the the lady had, was doing a left-hand turn, and she hit me right in the front end, 
So when the police officer arrived, she said, well, he'd, he'd entered the intersection when it was a red light, and uh, I'd entered when he said, well, that means when you were in it in a red light. No, I entered when it was yellow, so it was like he says, she says. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and anyway, uh, we both got the same ticket, but I took it to court. Well, one of you have to be wrong. Well, that's just it. The judge said uh, he fined us both the same amount, but it wasn't as much as the initial ticket was. But I went to court, oh. talked to the judge, told my story, and he goes, well, he says, you know, I think you're, you're both in the wrong. You're both in too much of a hurry. So I think we both got a $120 ticket. Did you tell him who you were? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I, hate <laughs> See, I would open with that, Gord. <laughs> they always didn't, uh, but I'm tired of the line, you're taller than you look on TV. <laughs> so I don't, I, don't, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> or you could afford this. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. And then I want to hear uh, about this ticket you told me about yeah. in uh, Fort McMurray because it's okay. hilarious. couple of things we should probably clarify. I said I'm 50. I'm 60. I, right. I, I'm almost 60. I'm 58. But I thought uh, somebody texted in and uh, called me out on it. I, I think somewhere in our conversation I said I'm 50. Oh, well, I didn't. Okay. I didn't catch it either. You I've got 50. Thanks. For 60. I me got too. 50 on my brain because Carol just turned 50 over the weekend. So oh, right. How'd the surprise party go? Really good. It was a big success. Oh, excellent. She was very happy. Nice. And the cake was nice, too. Good, and you were able to hide the catering truck and everything? Everything, yeah. She walked in. I've got one picture of her. Her jaw is on the floor. Like oh, that's she the best. Obviously, was, yeah, take that's it back. That's the best. So tell this story about uh, Fort McMurray. Well, yeah, and I tried to fight. This is one ticket I did try to fight. And uh, and I wanted to say that when I... Yeah, so I did get one reduced. Like, we had a little bit of a collision. Someone hit me in the front. So right. remember when, uh, the, the Fort McMurray wildfires, we had our whole global news team up there. And uh, I had driven my own truck up and to, to hook up with our live crew. So we were there for, I don't know, three or four days, something like that. And uh, the whole town was evacuated. Mm -hmm. There wasn't anybody there other than first responders and uh, and a few businesses that had remained open. So we were staying at a, at a hotel there, we were, or an, an oil camp at first and then a, then a hotel. And I was on my way to uh, to get to a live truck location after doing some interviews down at the, the, the fire hall. And I was uh, going like crazy because I had to get to the live hit to do five and, and six. And there's nobody on the streets. It right. It was just a burned out. You yeah. Know, the community was, like a ghost town. Well, yeah. You yeah. saw, remember the images. It was horrible. And uh, so I'm not thinking anything of it. And I, I went to the location I was told and didn't think anything about it. And we did our live hits. Everything seemed to work out fine. The next day, same same idea. I had to, uh, you know, talk to first responders, the RCMP that were there, firefighters, and uh, did all the interviews like you usually do. Bang, go do the live hits, and then I think that was that was it. The next morning, got up and drove drove back to Edmonton. Well, about a month later, we uh, go to the mailbox, and Deb says, "You got a you got a mail." I mean, you know right away when you get the, yeah, the yeah, letter. You know right yeah. away what it is. So. Oh, that's, oh, geez, you know, must have got a ticket on the way back, maybe through Lac La Biche or something. So yeah. I opened it up, and uh, no, it was a picture of my truck going through a school zone in Fort McMurray. And, was, <laughs> and so I went, well, the whole town's evacuated. There's, there's nobody going to school. And uh, so, you know, I just went, well, this is, you know, you know, it's a, it's a legitimate Seems ticket. Seems wrong. It just seems like there's something wrong. Yeah. So I, I called up, uh, I think, first the, the counselor for, the, for that area, and uh, he said he'd look into it. I think I called the RCMP because I'd made quite good friends with some of the guys that were up there. And they went, oh, we'll look into it for you. And, uh, and uh, called me back and said, you know, there's, there's nothing we can do. The photo radar it w wasn't turned off just because the town was evacuated. <laughs> so they can't really get rid of that. It's, it's on the record books. Yeah. So I think I called the mayor. Or, oh, nice. or the deputy mayor or whatever. And I said, just my one last ditch. I know I, I shouldn't have been speeding. We were getting to this. But I said... Because the town was evacuated, I just you know I I, I wasn't paying attention to the. Sure. I think I was doing like 
70. Couldn't you say you were in fear? Or you say what? You you were in fear, like you just. I was. <laughs> you saw smoke and thought I better get out there. Well, I guess I could have, but I was just. I Being was flabbergasted, yeah, dumbfounded. <laughs> That's Con- hilarious. Confused, hypnotized by the whole thing, and uh, they got back to me very quickly. I mean, it was. I mean, like they got enough to worry about. Not me calling, saying uh, I got a speeding ticket. And That's true. Yeah. Right. They, I mean, I think they had a little bit more on their plate. But anyway, uh, no dice. Uh, was had to pay it. I paid a hundred eighty dollar fine. Demerits. Oh, no, no, I guess it wouldn't be, right? No, 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 no yeah. demerits, but it just said, no, the, it's on the record books. You can't erase that. Uh, it's a it's a bylaw. I think I talked to the bylaw officer, yeah. too, that was there, and no go. So it was 180 bucks. So I went to the boss. I thought, well, my last ditch effort is I was up there with my own vehicle and because uh, they'd paid for my gas and yeah. everything. So I, I handed him the $180 ticket. And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I got a ticket when I was up in Fort McMurray. And he goes, no, you're on your own there. <laughs> really? Nobody backed you up on this. Nobody eh? backed me up. But anyway, I'm sure the money went to a good cause and, and mm-hmm. maybe, uh, you know, help helped with some of the rebuilding or something. Well, like that. possibly. I, yeah. I mean, if that helps you sleep at night, yeah, probably didn't. But yeah, no, if that... Drives you crazy, though, doesn't it? Well, I used to, yeah, I used to have a great resource that I don't really have anymore. And maybe I do, but I haven't tried it. When my brother was a Mountie, mm-hmm. and then he was an EPS officer after that, and uh, then he moved to Ottawa and got out of law enforcement. But if I would ever get a ticket, and I haven't really had much in the way of tickets for quite a long time until this Airdrie thing, yeah, I would phone him and just tell him the circumstances of the ticket. And I don't know if this is a good thing to admit on radio, but when do I ever filter myself? And he would <laughs> tell me the story. Like, he would say, okay, so here's the story. Okay. And it wouldn't be a lie, but it would be like, you want to present this in this way, right? And the best example I can think of is I'm being in Calgary, and this is many, many years ago, and I'm coming over that uh, flyover uh, into downtown, and it's like three in the morning. There's nobody on the road um, except for me and the police officer, so I don't see him. Mm -hmm. So I come over the flyover and uh, go, I think he nails me for speeding, I think was the... uh, to be a laser? Yeah, no, you know what? It wasn't speedy. He nailed me for not coming to a full stop. It was a flashing red. You know, at night it turned to, I don't know if yep. it still does. So I like slowed, took a couple of looks and went through it, which I shouldn't even be talking about this now, given that I'm about to fight a yeah, stop right. sign violation in Airdrie. But uh, so I go through <laughs> and the Mount, or the uh, police officer, not a Mountie, a Calgary police officer pulls me over and I tell my brother the story, right? So he's like, oh, okay, well, so here's how you present the story, right? Nice. And but what I had to do was I had to call the police officer up, yeah. and and they make notes. And I've noticed over the years, um, judges have very little tolerance for you pretending to be a lawyer. So if you've got a question for police, I ask the question and don't speculate. For sure. And, you know. yeah. So I just asked him if uh, if he made a note as to what road conditions were that night. And he said, well, it was winter and uh, road conditions were icy and uh, right, right. And I go, did you happen to notice uh, my speed? Like, I know you didn't charge me with speeding, but did you notice my speed? And he looks at his notes again and he goes, yeah, you were excessively speeding. And I go, oh, excessively. So would you say I was speeding 20 kilometers over the speed limit, 30 kilometers? And you know, I wouldn't be surprised at 30 or 40. Uh-huh. Okay, great. And uh, so then I presented the story that my brother did, which is I came up over the flyover. I realized I wouldn't be able to safely stop at the intersection because I would lose control of my vehicle. There was parked cars across the street that I was afraid I would impact. Hmm. So rather than touch the brakes, I checked quickly and just glided glided through, through the intersection. Without get, losing control and right. control of my vehicle. Exactly. Right. And the judge, and I'm not proud of this, but I won. And the judge told the police officer he issued the wrong ticket. 
Huh. If it had it been, you know, dangerous driving or excessive speeding, or there was a lot of different tickets he could have issued, but and that would have stuck. That one, but and that, this, those would have stuck. But, but this, this one, one you were didn't. able to. Isn't yeah. that interesting? And it shows you how how the law works that way. Yeah, too. it was and funny you, too because I was. Um, I felt bad for the. I mean, I I felt yeah. good that I got off on the ticket. Well, you feel bad for the. Officer. I did feel bad for the officer because, really, what the judge was saying was you could have really nailed this guy and didn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when I saw, and I don't know what paperwork they have to do when a charge is. Yeah, there must be something. Probably, they work right? On paperwork. He didn't look happy. I know that. No, I'm sure. But, yeah. you know, it's a good reminder for everybody. A lot of us get a ticket in the mail, and we just go and off and write the check or yeah. and just pay get, it. Be done with it, But yeah. sometimes, you know, uh, we have our own story, too, mm-hmm. right? There's two versions. And if and I know lots of people who go down to the court courthouse, and they'll... And they'll get forty dollars taken off yeah. something, and it's see. It, I hear that all the time. Yeah, that a quick conversation the, with the prosecutor, and you can get yeah. it knocked down, and it just lightens his or her load for that morning yeah. or afternoon. Right? right, you're still paying a fine. You're still yeah. being penalized, and but you still have to take a day off work to go do it, though. Well, is that's the problem. problem. And you know, if you have to go down to Airdrie, yeah, to fight this. But I mean, you're, if you're looking at six hundred bucks. Well, well, 600 bucks if everything, that's a worst case scenario. If right. everything goes badly, 388 and plus 250 for the guy to fight it. Yep. Part of me is almost, like I say, investing the 250. I'm probably going to go ahead with that because I want to see how the story ends. I want to, yeah. you know, I don't want to drive down to Airdrie and take a day off and pay the gas yeah. and whatever. But the thing is, there's no doubt that you drifted through the stop. I definitely stop. did, yeah. 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 So just didn't see that's it. That seems like that's a steep fine. Well, we'll see. I'll update you and our listeners on uh, how that is. Our, our time's gone already, Gord. Unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. It is. We uh, Coming up after 2.35, Brad Whisker is going to join me in studio because we have a press release from the province of Alberta. We just received it minutes before this show began, and I think it's going to upset a lot of people. So don't go anywhere. Um, we'll have Brad in studio to explain what it's about. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.